Chapter 3 And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet, and to know that I have loved you, because you have kept my command to persevere. I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world, to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he with me. To him who overcomes I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Jesus Christ is alive. He's the Lord God Almighty. Humans were born to fellowship with him. Amen. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for the privilege of belonging to you. And we, we believe that all things are possible with you. All things are possible for, for him who believes. And so we welcome you to this short time 
I bless those listening and I believe with them for their miracle that you'll reveal yourself to them and your glory to them. Amen. And for the impossible, if they need a miracle, I believe with them for that miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. Send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields. Continue to raise up and anoint worship leaders and teams, men, women, and young people, and all ages, and give them the songs that are blessing millions of people and building up the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I want the theme of this short message is that that God, Jesus Christ, offers to fellowship with every person on the earth. The beginning of this message is Revelation chapter 3, and the famous a famous verse is, is 320. Jesus there reveals that he offers to become someone's everything. And and so how do we know that humans were born to fellowship with him? There's many um, examples. One of the most prominent is in heaven, everyone who makes it to heaven will fellowship with Jesus Christ, with God, for eternity. Amen. And His glory is beyond description. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. And He offers... He Himself is everything that a person dreams of. And I, I want to just continue to focus on, on this truth for many reasons. Here's a brief analogy. And, and I say this in reverence, but I just want to make a point here. If there was a king on the earth who had was the king of a country, let's say that he lives in the most beautiful mansion in the world, and he offers to every person to come into his country and give them something that's priceless. And he even offers to every person to come into his house, so to speak, and fellowship with him. Now, we know that's not possible in the natural, but that's a, a I think that's an analogy of what God offers. Jesus Christ is God. And if someone just gets into the country, into His... He calls it the kingdom of heaven. If they just get in, if they find Jesus as Lord and Savior, they don't have to actually go to the house, go in and fellowship with Him. Because God is merciful and giving... beyond what we can imagine. As long as they just stay in the country, they will make it to heaven. But he offers for someone to fe- he offers fellowship. I mean, that's just and it's it's a it's up to a person their response. That's a mystery of the kingdom. Same thing with salvation. It's up to a person how they respond. If if someone well okay. So let me move on. The famous scripture, the unsearchable riches of Jesus of Christ. That's in Ephesians. That's Ephesians three, 
in Ephesians 3, 8. And what God has offered is unsearchable. It's beyond our human comprehension. It's And here are some other words that other translations use for the word unsearchable. Infinite, immeasurable, unfathomable, incalculable, endless, boundless, exhaustless. And so to keep it simple, I, I, I don't want to add anything to the Bible, but... <clears throat> We could, we could say that it's the unsearchable, infinite, eternal riches of Jesus Christ. And again, related to what I said earlier, God cannot make anyone choose Him. God cannot make anyone, um, you might say, go into and receive these riches of Jesus Christ. He's offering, even more than that, He's offering Himself. You know, He is the answer. For every person on the earth, Jesus Christ is the answer. And when someone goes into the phases of knowing Him, they will begin to experience His presence and glory. That's the real answer. You know, His presence, His glory, His majesty, everything about Him, um, including the riches. What does that mean? The unsearchable riches. Like, these are spiritual riches that are eternal. Amen. They, Jesus even specifically said, store up treasures in heaven. And, and, so someone can, and then also in Revelation chapter three, I recommend recommend that's recommended reading. It's at the beginning of this message, but it it Jesus speaks there about what he some of the things he offers to overcomers, which are just incredible and and. Our ministry has studied that, and there's, I believe there's at least 18 specific glorious things that, <clears throat> that are offered to overcomers that are in the book of Revelation. It's Revelation, mainly it's chapters 2 and 3. Let me just read the first one. This is Revelation 2.7. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. And so, that tree of life, well, the tree of life that's in heaven now is glorious beyond description. I mean, everything in heaven is that same way made from God's glory. Heaven is made from His glory. And, and someone who's born of water and the Spirit can understand that. If someone is not yet born of the water and the Spirit, they just can't understand that. They can't. But 
to think that, that all of heaven, this glorious place, a planet, It's so big, we don't know how big heaven is. There's 30 to 40 billion saints or more in heaven now. There's innumerable angels, every one of which is so glorious, they're, they themselves are beyond description. I could go on and on about heaven, but, but that same glory is available to human beings on the earth. That's... That's the secret, you might say. If there's a... It's no longer a secret. But even for a person, because God hides and because of, of other factors related to that, again, a person has the privilege of seeking Him to get that to find treasure hidden in a field. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. And let me just add this. How ironic is it, it, it is that nine, I, would, I would estimate that 98% of people in the world, maybe 99%, well, all unbelievers, but I'm looking at the entire 7.9 billion people on the earth, 98% or more have no concept of this and think that Christianity is a religious endeavor. They see dead religion. They think it's for weak people. And, and they have even worse reactions than that, when in reality, the presence of Jesus and His glory is everything a person dreams of, and He offers to actually to fellowship. If, if God, remember, Jesus Christ is God, if He offered Himself for just one second to a person, if He offered just to be in, a, in someone's city or town and if He offered for someone to just go and see Him from a distance, that would be the greatest thing for that human being. <laughs> I mean, but He offers Himself in totality and, and even for all eternity. You know, this is the, there's really no, okay, another famous scripture, the, Paul wrote, the, uh, the riches of the glory of the mystery. He even called it, so it's, it's, it's a mystery, and, and that, that phrase is in um, Re Revelation, the mystery of God. But it's even more than a mystery. It's the riches of the glory of the mystery. There's, there's so much that I want to say re related to this. And I know I've kind of expanded. I, I know 
I said that the, I want the theme of this short message to be fellowship that God, Jesus Christ, offers that humans were born to fellowship with Him. There's so much related to that. Do you realize, again, even if someone just knows Jesus as Lord and Savior and is in the book of life, they get into that country where that king is, they don't have to fellowship with Him. They, when they make it to heaven, they will fellowship with Him forever. They don't have to receive and partake of the unsearchable, infinite riches of Jesus Christ. But He offers those. He offers those promises to the overcomers. Um, He offers the the phases of knowing Him. I'm, I'm, in case someone only listens to this one message, it's it's eternally important that there's four phases of knowing God. It's right there in in the Gospel of John. Jesus revealed that. He offers that to every person. Most believers stay in the born again phase only, and they can do that. God cannot make them go into the phases. He cannot make anyone go into ministry. You know, we here's and and I said much that I want to. You know, as I said, there's so much I want to say about how it's all simple and it's God has made it easy. The Holy Spirit is God, is Jesus Christ, and He's everywhere on the earth. Amen. I mentioned that if Jesus came to someone's town or city, um, well, Jesus is, is everywhere on the earth. If you know Jesus Christ, in fact, you have the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Your spirit person's alive. Jesus literally lives in you and in your spirit person, which is the real you. Your body, our bodies are shaped like our spirit person. Okay? He's also all around us all the time. He's in your home. He's in your... Everywhere we go, He's there. Okay? And, and so that's an exa- that reveals how He's made it easy and simple. Now, we, how can we receive that? It's just go directly to Him. And... And if someone does, they will find the tre- the treasure and treasure hidden, un- the unsearchable, infinite treasure that's available. Here's another example of how it's easy and simple. I want to encourage you. Someone does not have to, have to have the official nonprofit ministry and have all the bells and whistles. Uh, and to walk with Jesus and to serve Him and be in ministry in, in service to the great King of the universe. In fact, if someone has all of that that I just said, 
they still, that doesn't mean that they will actually do God's perfect will. The, the answer for them, like everyone else, is simply walking with Jesus Christ every day. Does that make sense? In other words, we can look at the great patriarchs of the faith and learn from them, like Reinhard Bonnke, Kenneth Hagin, and others, that yes, they had a big ministry. They had the ministry and the nonprofit, and you know, Reinhard Bonnke, I think, had 120 staff people at one point. I remember him saying that. <laughs> and his ministry, you know, it started with just him in one office. They eventually had like seven offices around the world. But in all of that, it was the same thing for him as with every other person. Just walk with Jesus Christ. Seek Him with your whole heart and, and serve Him. So I want to encourage you with that. If somebody does not... I, I at least wanted to make that point. If some... And they say about Kenneth Hagin... It was similar with him by the, by the, he's a patriarch of the faith, but uh, someone who knew him actually said it's amazing how untouched by his fame that he is. And he was, he said it's, it's very hard to even get a few words out of him. He just walked with Jesus Christ. And they asked him at the end of his life, what's been the secret? He said, the presence of Jesus. Back to the main point, and, and I want to finish with that. The truth and revelation that God offers to fellowship, it's, it's glorious beyond human comprehension, and it also reveals, it reveals God's love and His nature. For example, His giving nature, that He gives Himself fully like that to every person. His character and nature that's always been the same. Even from the first person who was born on the earth all the way until the great example, the greatest, is giving Jesus Christ to the world and, and Jesus giving Himself to the world and, and even to the point of dying for the world. And God is Jesus, Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're coming up on Christmas and a brief preview next week. I'm hoping to have a great teacher on the podcast who's um, is really an expert about the feasts of Israel related to especially Easter and also the Christmas season and how when it was announced that Jesus... Well, when Jesus was conceived in Mary, it was during a certain feast. And then when Jesus was born, um, it was it was the same thing. I don't, I don't... Just briefly, I wanted to mention, I'm hoping to have him on the podcast. But with, with what I'm about to say, I say with great reverence... Um, we know that, that before Jesus was born, so we have the 
we know that that there's epic events that occurred you know that that the angel gabriel visited mary and said the holy spirit will you know explain to her that she would conceive jesus christ um we have the story of the the <coughs> the shepherds in a field let me just briefly read this <coughs> parts of parts of this this is luke 2 verses 8 through 14 um, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields an angel of the lord stood before them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid an angel of the lord and the angel said to them the famous this is a, one of the most famous portions of the bible i'm not going to read all of it in in verse 13 Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host. Can you imagine? We don't know how many angels appeared. It says a multitude. And that same glory of the Lord is available to every human being on the earth today. You know, that glory fills heaven. That glory we know these famous stories and you know it happened a long time ago in a faraway place the same glory is available today to every person on the earth do you realize the glory of the lord is the lord and everything that glory is the anointing and it solves everything I mean, everything is solved. Isn't that amazing? I mean, the same glory at the, for example, at the transfiguration. I say that with great reverence. I mean, these are epic stories. These are some of the most famous stories in all of human history and, and some of the most famous in the Bible. But the same glory is available today. And that's, a, that's a, a great, really that's almost like the indisputable proof of God's love, His nature, and how He's justified Himself to every person. Isn't that amazing? Just as He gave Jesus Christ to the world as a man, you know, born as a human being, conceived nine months in the womb, born. He was, a, for 33 years, lived on the earth. God gave His Son to the world. Even to the point that Jesus died for the world. Rose again, now lives forever. Amen. And, and that same... The great God Jehovah and Jesus Christ are the same forever. He's offering His glory Himself to every person. And so at the very essence, let me finish with this, the, 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 the essence, the, the, the divine destination 
of every believer is actually fellowship with Him. It's just a matter of will they receive that on the earth or in heaven? Now, it is very serious. It's, it's something very, very sacred. Um, there's much that I want to say about that. I'm going to hold off on that because... You know, it's in some of that is in the book of Hebrews, and so that's recommended reading. But I'm, I just want to give the overview to any and emphasize this to anyone who will listen. Anyone, you know, if 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 in 20 seconds I could sum all this up, the answer is the presence of Jesus Christ in His glory. And he actually offers the fellowship, but the only the only people who can even understand that are people who have been born of water and the Spirit. So, thank you for listening today. I know I've I've presented some things in a different way. Please visit wonderreality.org. Most of our websites are on the, the home page. There's actually a website, fellowship, fellowshipwithjesus.com with dashes between those three words. And that's, that's a, a brief, that's a summary of, the, uh, of this subject. <clears throat> Thank you for following this podcast. We need your prayers, partnership, and support. We need financial support. Let me let me add this, and I'll try to be brief. What I'm speaking about, these are mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, and they're beyond human words and beyond human comprehension. We can speak about them, and we, we should, and we sh- should proclaim them. But at the same time, They are unspeakable, unfathomable, immeasurable, infinite, eternal mysteries. And the only way someone can experience them, to understand them, is to experience the Lord for themselves. And that's, that's what he offers. Of course, that's the key. I know that's common sense. But if someone, let's say an unbeliever, hears this, they won't even understand it at all. That, in fact, Jesus even said, remember, he said, don't even, don't give what's holy to the dogs. You know, now, we still proclaim it to anyone who will listen, at least But it, it's, it, it has to be the greatest privilege for a human being that they can actually experience these things for themselves. And that's the only way that they can understand them and have them become part of their spirit being. In um, Psalm 119, there's a famous verse, I will, I will run the course of your commandments when you shall enlarge my heart. So the person's heart is their spirit person. 
So he speak he is writing there and speaking about um, a per, his spirit person being enlarged and being built up and growing and so forth. And and that's what can happen when someone receives these things. That's just one. That's a, that's a, a again that's a mystery of the kingdom. At the same time. <clears throat> Angels are actually recording people's spiritual growth in heaven. And so, they are doing things that are eternal. Amen. Even when someone gets saved, right then, it's, it's people who have been to heaven, especially Mary Baxter, reveal, you know, the angels are literally writing things in books and they people they write their name in he, in the book of life, and so that's an eternal thing. You understand, and that is somewhat different. Well, that's a treasure, right? I mean, a, anything that you store in heaven is a treasure. We see in Revelation chapter three, it says, "He who overcomes, I will not blot out his name from the book of life." So, you know, that's. Let's just let the Holy Spirit reveal that to us. Thank you for listening today. Blessings.